0: We're going to go today to the Book of Psalms. There's been a lot of said about uh, Psalms today and talked about Psalms, and uh, we're going to read one one verse of Scripture, Psalm 66, and verse 16. Hallelujah. I. I'm trying, to, you know, a lot of people talk today about multitasking. I'm trying to multitask. Multitasking for me is trying to speak with a cough drop in my mouth at the same time. That's about as close to multitasking I can get. I'm still an 8-track kind of guy. And uh, unless, you want, unless you want to consider walking and chewing bubble gum, I do try that from time to time. But um, this is a powerful scripture right here. And David said, come and hear, come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. Hallelujah. Not not for my body, not for blessings or financial things he said but i want you to come and hear all you that fear god and i will declare what he has done for my soul let's pray lord we come today we thank you and we praise you for the opportunity to be in your house today we're asking god that you will give us strength within our body to minister, God, uh, uh, the thoughts that you have placed upon our hearts today. Speak to each and every one that's here today and encourage us, lift us up, give us what we need today. In the blessed mighty name of Jesus, let the church say, Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah. I would like to say I, um, I think that Brother Travis did a tremendous job last week. Amen, Hallelujah! I uh, uh, I I caught a lot of it, but different ones that uh, took film online and uh, posted there, and I thought he did a tremendous job. And I just want you to understand, though, after hearing what you were speaking, brother, uh, I didn't get up and go to work on Monday morning. (laughs) I says, I says, uh oh. It looked bad if Pastor gets up and goes to work in the morning. Hallelujah, <laughs> Hallelujah! But um, that was a tremendous, tremendous thought uh, that he that he brought, and uh, well worth our uh, our attention. I, I thank him for what he did last week, and every uh, everyone that took part in the service. I want to speak to you today for on a subject titled "A Time." To proclaim a time to proclaim if you remember the last time that I spoke I, I spoke I gave a message entitled a time to crawl it's time to cross over well, I want to talk this morning about a time to proclaim because it seems that everywhere you turn Today we are bombarded by negative talk and distressing reports. Uh, Both TV and social media are breeding beds for corrupt and slanderous news. In short, we are drowning in all the mass gloom In just about every direction that we look. We was in the den, (coughs) I believe it was last night, and um, the the TV was on, and it was on a uh, a news station. And um, (coughs) one of those that uh, say that they're fair and balanced, and... I, I was sitting uh, at, at my laptop and doing some uh doing trying to do some reading and studying at the same time and I kept hearing all this other junk, you know, uh, about about the election and what this is doing and what that one is saying and everything. And finally I took about all I could say, I told turned around and told Donald I said, just cut that stuff completely off. Hallelujah. You know, uh some people don't know when to shut up. And I'm telling you, if you're taking your time talking negative stuff and bad stuff, Amen. Well it's it's time for you to do so. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It does because it's everywhere that you you turn. We are bombarded by all of this negativity and every everything. And I don't I don't care who it is. I'm still one who believes that God is still sitting on the throne. I don't care who is president, Jesus is King. He's Lord. Amen. And, you know, with everything that's being said, and going on by everything like I see in the world and all these outlets, the church should be a safe place where a different sound is heard. You should not hear the same sound in the body as what you're hearing in the world. There should be a different sound coming from here. We need to be the voice of God for grace, compassion, and hope to a world that is being consumed by corrupt politics and deceitful news media. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Paul Paul said, even he said, he said there are indeed all kinds of voices in the world. But the church, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, should always be a clear voice, a a clear voice, amen, for God's grace, compassion, and hope. Hallelujah. People are looking for grace. They're looking for compassion. And they're looking for hope. And if they can't find it in the church, they're not going to find it nowhere else. Hallelujah. What can we say? What news should we proclaim to free us from the rut everybody else seems to be trapped in? I don't know about you, but I just don't like that rut. And I don't like to be feeling trapped in anything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So what can we say? Amen. What well King David gives us the answer in the text that we read in Psalms 66 and 16. He said, come and hear all that fear God and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. I'm here to tell you today, amen, that the best news that can be told will not be told on ABC, CBS, or NBC, or Fox, or nobody else. It won't be on the front page of the Tennessean. But the best thing that can be proclaimed, the best thing can be proclaimed and told is what God has done for your soul. You want to bring hope? You want to bring encouragement? You want to bring a smile on somebody's face? Hallelujah. Just tell them what God has done for your soul. Hey, I can get you down and out, amen, but just telling you what's always wrong with my body. There ain't a lot of good news I can tell you about my Oh, but when I talk about my soul, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and what he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. You don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to care. You don't don't have to have this. So many degrees hanging on your wall that somebody might look at you and think you're a thermometer. The, all you got to do is proclaim the good news about your soul. What he's done for your soul. Hallelujah. Sister Paul, hallelujah. You may never been. And sit in a Bible college like I have, you may never have opened up a book and studied Greek, but that don't really mean a whole lot because there are people you can bless. That I can't never touch because I haven't been in some places that you've been, but God has brought you out of. Hallelujah. And that's what David said. And y'all was talking about David this morning. Had nobody. Ain't nobody got lower than David. Nobody got down in the rut that David got in. But he said, hey, come in here. all oh, you that fear God. I was an adulterer. Hallelujah. I was a murderer. Glory to God. I was all those things. Oh, but coming here. I'm not going to tell you about that. I want to tell you and declare what God has done for my soul. One of the terriblest things that's come across apostolic pulpits, amen, is we always want to point out the sins somebody's done, the bad places somebody's been. David has been in some places that none of us have ever been. Hallelujah. But you know what? He was able to forget that. Because he said in another place in the book of Psalms, he says, God has taken my sins and cast them as far away as the east is from the west. Hallelujah. You know, I believe you can come to a place in God where you don't even have to worry about talking about your past no more. God's gave you something better to talk about than your past. David said, Come in here. If you fear God, I'll declare what He had done for my soul. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so thankful for what God has done. For my soul, hallelujah, a soul that was laden, amen, and burdened with sin, how he cleansed. Oh, hallelujah, he has done something for my soul that money itself cannot buy. A time to proclaim. Hallelujah, I want to talk. What can we proclaim? What can we tell? Well, one thing we can tell of his salvation. We can tell of his salvation. We don't need to be talking about things, amen, that we uh, uh, are different on. We need to be talking about things that we could connect on. And you know something? If you're a child of God, and if I'm a child of God, amen, there might be scriptures in the Bible that we don't quite see eye to eye on, but the common point together places the blood. We are all got something in common with the blood. Hallelujah. If you don't have it in common with the blood, then you're not saved, sweetheart, because I'm here to tell you, it's not the church denomination that saves you hallelujah and I'll get on some Pentecostal folks but it's not the water in the baptistry that saves you it's the blood of Jesus Christ if you don't have the blood applied I'm not saying it's, these things aren't are important but I'm saying that we need to make sure our priorities are right We need to tell of his salvation. In the book of Psalms again, chapter 71, verses 15 and 16. Let's see what that says. He's talking here again. He says, my mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all the day. For I do not know their limits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. Oh hallelujah! I wonder if anybody else here realizes this morning that you wouldn't even you didn't even get up this morning unless you got up in the strength of God. Come on, hallelujah! It was God that woke me up. It was God that helped me to stand up on my feet this morning. It's not my strength. It's not my power. It's all to Him, and that's what we need to proclaim. I will go in the strength. Of the Lord God, I will make mention of your righteousness of yours only. Hallelujah. We got something to tell. We got something to proclaim. We got the best thing this side of heaven. We got the best thing this side of heaven. And we God needs somebody who will proclaim it. To, who would tell it, amen, tell of his salvation, a time to proclaim, amen. Let me move on, hallelujah, to my second point. I want to talk about the woman at the well, hallelujah. It's been a while since I've preached on the woman uh, at the well, but we all know her story in the book of John, the fourth chapter. Jesus was headed somewhere. And he started out by saying, but, but he must needs go through Samaria. I want you to know something today. Jesus didn't need to go through Samaria because it was the fastest way to get where he's going. He didn't need to go through Samaria because it was a smoothest path to take. Come on. He needed to go through some air because he knew there was going to be a woman there sitting on a well at a particular time. There was going to be a woman there who was going to be there around noon. And if you know, if you studied all the details about that like I have, you'll find out that the ladies, although it was the ladies considered the ladies' job back in those days to go fetch water, They didn't go at noon. All the ladies went to fetch water early in the morning and then late in the afternoon. This lady, she waited till noon, probably because she was so tired of hearing the other ladies in the town putting their heads together, talking about her, telling what a lowdown... Woman, she was talking about how she had been married five times, and 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 the one she was with now, she wasn't she she wasn't even married. Hallelujah, amen. She she went there because she didn't want to see nobody. She felt so much shame and so much guilt. Hallelujah, but Jesus needed to go through Samaria because he needs to be somewhere where there's a broken heart. He needs to be where there's somebody who don't feel nobody loves him anymore. He needs to be somewhere where somebody will give an encouraging word. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll read this verse. Verses twenty-eight and twenty-nine. After Jesus has done had the conversation with this lady, he had done told her everything she she had done. You notice he didn't he didn't try to overlook her wrong. He didn't try to make. Uh, try to pretend that her own wasn't there. But he was offering her a way out. Sometimes we get so busy proclaiming everything we're against that we forget to tell people what we're for. Jesus, his words to this woman, words with compassion, grace. (laughs) Verse 28, the woman then left her water pot. She forgot all about what she had come for. She left her water pot sitting there went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all the things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? So much for those who say the woman don't have a right to say anything. Hallelujah. It kind of looks like it's... She was one of the first ones to carry the gospel message, don't it? You see, sometimes we get so stuck in that wreck I was talking about a while ago that we forget that the Bible said in the kingdom of heaven there's neither male nor female. There's neither bond nor free. But we're all... Brother Douglas, the same in Christ Jesus, in God's kingdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The woman at the well had something to proclaim. She had to proclaim about what the Lord had done for her soul. Come on, somebody. There's one more point that I want to bring before I bring the message to a close. Since we're in the holiday season and we're talking about Christmas, yes, we actually say Christmas around here. I noticed when I got here this morning, the fellowship hall was still decorated from the uh, uh, the party that the ladies had the other day, and I noticed in there that the, I, I didn't see no holiday tree, I saw a Christmas tree. And no, I don't care what some preacher preached way off in left, left field amen, and want to bring it to a scripture in the book of Jeremiah saying that the Christmas tree, amen, was a heathen thing. Brother, you need to go back and read that, amen. That didn't have nothing to do with the Christmas tree. It was talking about the people who go out and cut down trees, amen. They bring it back to the house, and from the wood of that tree, they will cover them with gold and make idols for them in their house. There's a difference. difference hallelujah i'm proud now i realize in, in 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 our in our bulletin there's a there's a write up there about why uh december 25th amen it we understand that we don't know the day that christ was born that is not the issue Somewhere along the line, a lot of people in the church, amen, started majoring on minor things. And we still can't get a lot accomplished today. A lot of people can't get delivered. A lot of people can't receive what they're doing because we are still, some of us, trying to major on minors. But as my old country grandfather used to say, major on things that don't amount to a hill of beans. The shepherds proclaimed. The shepherds proclaimed. In the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 18. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to whole people. It won't take us long, no time to fill up every pew we got and need more when we start proclaiming good tidings. When we proclaim to that drunkard that there's hope. I never will. there's there's something something's a man said to me one time, I'd love to see this brother again and uh he came in one Sunday over at the old church. Huh. I'm sure brother Darrell can remember his name. I'm so bad about names. He didn't have no hair, he's bald headed. Tattoos everywhere. yes Uh, I was told after you started coming he said you know he said I came three Sundays in a row sat out in the parking lot And didn't come in because I didn't know really how I'd be received. Don't, no church, nowhere need to ever send out a message to anybody. You won't be welcomed here. Because the last time I read my Bible, Jesus is still saying, "Come, just as you are." We don't need to be trying to to clean fish we ain't caught yet. Lord God, some of us have been in the church all our life, and we still we still ain't cleaning. We won't we won't. Here's the shepherds. They begin to talk about this good tidings of great joy. Amen. I want to finish reading all that. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward man so it was when the angels had gone away from then into heaven the shepherds said one to another let us now go into Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, uh, which the Lord has made known to us. Uh, and they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. Verse 17, Now when they had seen him, uh, they made widely known. Come on. They proclaimed. They said, And they they spread it widely around. The saying which was told them concerning this This child, and all those who heard it, marvel at those things that were told them by the shepherds. Church, beginning right now, in this time of the year, it's no greater time than to start telling somebody what Jesus has done for your soul. Don't try. To get a three-point message together, don't think because you don't can't quote this verse or that verse, Amen, that you can't witness to somebody or talk to somebody. The best thing to tell anybody is what God has done for you. There's no better witness. There's no better witness because. <laughs> Can't nobody say like you what God has done for you. Can't nobody tell it like you. We need somebody to go cattle over mountain, over the hills and everywhere. That Jesus Christ has came into this world, and he didn't come, amen, hallelujah, uh, to condemn. He said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but I came, that you might have life and have it more abundantly, give him praise. a time to proclaim. And I believe God wanted me to proclaim this message today because he gave me the strength to get it out. Hallelujah. And I'm still standing. Hallelujah. I don't presume I don't presume to tell the Lord his business. But there's been a couple brethren that I knew whose last thing that they did was preach a message and went down to their seat, sat down, and before they they hit the seat, they was in glory. To me, that would be a great way to go. But let me tell you this. The reason why you're still here is God's got a work for you to do. He's got somebody that you need to tell. Glory to God. Somebody that you can help. There's a lot of people in this world that I can't help them like you can because you can tell them about things I can't tell them about. Let's stand together.